Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. It is that time of uh, the week. It's another digital citizen with me, Fro, and Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Uh, it's going amazing. How are you? I had a pretty good week. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Everything was super chill. That's always good. No, Nothing crazy happened. I think, like, after... You know, the holidays and everything, that's kind of stressful. You know, you got buying gifts for everybody and, like, all this uh, planning to do for different, like, you know, Thanksgiving and everything else. And then the beginning of January is always a little bit like, I don't know, what's a good word for it? It feels really blah and, like, at least for me, I always feel a little bit down just because it's after the holidays. But the end of January, I'm starting to feel a little more back up, a little more happy. I don't know. I don't know if that's everybody or just me. Now that's uh, probably uh, everybody thing. I I agree. You know that Christmas song like uh, on the fifty day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. My the twelve twelve days of Christmas. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It would be a long song if it was fifty. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that. I was thinking, how long can we make it? Uh, and uh, it's like. It's so like it's such a weird uh, song. Like he gave him like pheasants and uh, things like that. And I was thinking to myself, like if you follow that song from like uh, top to bottom, you would be extremely poor at the end of it. Uh, well, sure. I mean, I think back in the day, you didn't like buy. Well, maybe you did buy birds and stuff. You would go like actually hunt them down yourself, right? I was. Oh, yeah. Right, so, true. yeah, it would be cheaper back in the day. But getting a partridge in a pear tree and having it stay there, that's the <laughs> thing that I was always like, wouldn't it just fly away? Like, wouldn't the thing just, like, take off? I mean, okay, so the first day, it's the partridge in a pear tree. Uh, two turtle doves the second day. Uh, three French hens the sec uh, third day. The fourth is is also bird. Four calling birds. Why are there so many birds in this song? It, it's a bird forward Christmas, you know. <laughs> Five golden rings. Six geese. Yeah, more birds. Seven swans. <laughs> Eight maids. Uh, nine ladies dancing. Okay. You need to buy that. Wait, that's human trafficking? That's human trafficking in this Christmas song. I never realized there is actual human trafficking. Ten lords a-leaping? Whatever that is. That doesn't... I don't even know what that means. Yeah. No? Uh, Eleven pipers piping. What is a piper that is piping? You know, okay. like the piper who, like, stole all the children from, like, that one oh, yeah. town. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Pied Piper. And, and 12 drummers drumming. Holy lot. That's a lot of things. Yeah. That wouldn't be a very good band, though. Just, like, a bunch of people <laughs> with flutes and then a bunch of people with drums. It would be very... <laughs> not a great... Like a lot of birds. Right. Just a lot of bird noises and people dancing. Right. <laughs> and dancing like this. 
And I assume men. I assume Lord's Leaping is also just dancing. Yeah. I don't know what else it would be other than that unless they're, like, doing pole vault. I mean, eight, eight maids milking. I mean, what? This song is so confusing. Maybe it's, they're doing a high jump co- competition, <laughs> the lords. What a weird song. Yeah, welcome to me and Luke discussing Christmas songs. In, a month in after January. Christmas, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, in general. Everybody thought they escaped Christmas songs. <laughs> nope. We're dragging them back in. <laughs> We're bringing it back. Yeah, no, I'm still on a pink sky of uh, where everything is awesome and fantastic, so don't dare say anything awful. So, that's my life. Cool. How do you feel about Mm -hmm. um, the war between the U.S. and Russia happening? (laughs) Oh, whatever do you mean? La, 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 I'm pretending it doesn't happen. La, 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 la. (laughs) (laughs) That works, right? Yeah, I think it should work. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the U.S. claims that Russia is planning a false flag operation in uh, to justify the Ukraine invasion. What the shock! Right, the U.S. has alleged that Russia is already positioning saboteurs in the Ukraine to carry out a false flag operation. <laughs> to use as pretext for a Russian invasion of the country. The allegations came on the same day a large-scale cyber attack... Uh, on the Ukrainian government, uh, oh, there was a cyber attack. The, amid the new reports, Russian military hardware are on the move from uh, east going west, so moving towards the border, obviously. They follow a week of failed diplomacy in, with talks in Geneva, Brussels, and Vienna, which did nothing to defuse the crisis provoked by Russia massing troops on Ukrainian on the Ukrainian border. Moscow has persistently portrayed the crisis as a military threat from Ukraine against Russia without providing any evidence. I think they say NATO, not Ukraine, (laughs) but... (laughs) Ah, potato, potato, look, it's not that different, is there? Yeah, no, just that NATO is a whole bunch of countries with lots of weapons, and Ukraine is just a little country (laughs) that has a bunch of, like, armed militia groups, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was came out this week that uh, the U.S. years ago, well, I guess years ago, meaning during the Trump administration, armed a bunch mm-hmm. of Ukrainian rebel groups, specifically mm-hmm. with the intention of um, of overthrowing the government, possibly to uh, to what's to uh, mess with Russia to a degree, mm. right? Because um, mm. it's on their border. It's a former country of the USSR, so... Back in the USSR. It's just funny that they are... The, the US... When you see the US claims Russia is planning a false flag, that just makes me think, is the US planning a false flag attack? That's what it makes mm-hmm. me think. <laughs> uh, did uh, my favorite girl in the universe, Jane Sake, say anything about this? Right, uh, Jen Psaki obviously was asked a question by a reporter about um, whether they believe... Well, you'll hear the, hear the question, but it's not it's not very clear. But she asked if Jen Psaki believes that an invasion by the Russians is imminent. Uh, so let me get the volume right. All right, give me a countdown whenever you're ready. In three, two, one, play. 
um, staying on Ukraine and Russia. What does the White House make of the ev evacuation of uh, Russian diplomatic staff from their embassy in Kiev? And do you think the threat of invasion is getting higher or lower? Well, I think, as I noted a few minutes ago, we believe we're now at a stage where Russia could at any point launch an attack on Ukraine. Okay. Uh, I would say that's more stark than we have been. Uh, in terms of the decision uh, to move um, uh, uh, to move it, uh, to evacuate their embassy or to move personnel out of their embassy. We have information that indicates uh, the Russian honest. government is preparing to evacuate their family members from the Russian embassy in Ukraine in late December and early January. Uh, we certainly would refer you to uh, them for more specifics uh, about what their decision is, but we don't have an assess assessment on why in the meaning. Okay, stop there. So, well, you kind of talked over it, but what she said, they were talking about the... Russians moving uh, diplomats out of Ukraine, meaning maybe getting their people safe, I mm. insinuating they're getting ready for an attack. And she's mm. saying that the they have they got information that that happened. And when the woman pushed her on where that information or what that what that information entails, she said, "Oh, you, you need to talk to those people." But she didn't actually say who those people were. Right? So how do you go find those people when she didn't even <laughs> give you those people's names? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems like in the last few weeks, we're starting to see a lot of things come out of, like, uh, top official says this, or mm. CIA um, intelligent agent says this, but we never really get, mm. like, who this is actually, these stories are coming from. Yeah. War. <sighs> what is it good for? Absolutely nothing, if you ask me. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, how much... Uh, just going back to... Since we've been talking about, like, a possible war with Russia for, what, like, six years now, uh, mm -hmm. how much do you think, like, Russiagate pushed into getting tensions to how high they are now to where we're at this point? Uh, I, I would put it on uh, pretty high. I, I would give at least 80% of the blame on Russia games. I think it was Maybe definitely used as a pretext for something that yeah probably was already being wanted to have happen. Like, I was, I was watching a video earlier this week about it, about the Ukrainian arming the... Ukrainian milit militants that Trump did. At the time, people were saying Trump was working with the Russians, but at, at, at the same time, people were saying that Trump was working with the Russians during Russiagate. He was also arming these Ukrainian militants to go against Russia, uh, which is what pushed us into this whole conflict somewhat to begin with. Um, mm -hmm. And that was the beginning of it. And then NATO, uh, Russians brought in troops to defend their border, and then NATO saw that and brought in troops to 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 go against those troops, and so it all did kind of somewhat come out of Russiagate in a weird way. But what mm -hmm. I what I had seen is that Obama had talked about arming those same militants and decided not to. Trump was just like yeah. Trump was the one that decided, oh, we should do this, which I guess is not surprising. Just surprising yeah. if you bought into Russiagate, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, uh, talking about war. <laughs> Why are you doing this, United States? 
United States are sending a career strike group. Carrier, sorry, I can't speak. Carrier. Uh, would be uh, funny if you said, sent a career strike. Uh, carrier <laughs> strike group to South China Sea. Uh, yeah, why? why? Why are you, like, fucking with China? That is maybe the most stupid thing you can do? Money. It all has to do with that. Money and power. Money, money, money. They have more money and more power to a degree. Or they're gaining more power and more money. And so, mm -hmm. as the United States were uh, threatened... That they have a bigger penis than us, I guess. The United States has reportedly <laughs> deployed carrier strike groups for drills in the South China Sea as it is ramping up opposition to Beijing's maritime claims in the region. The U.S. Carl Vinson and Essex uh, work-class landing helicopter dock along with escort vehicles entered the southern waters of the sea Tuesday. According to the South China Post, the U.S. Navy is expected to conduct joint drills in strategic waterways whose islands uh, are territorial dispute between China and several other Southeastern nations, including the Philippines and Vietnam. The exercises have so far have not been confirmed by the Navy. Uh, they're being they're being reported by other people. So, love to hear that. Love to hear it. He said ironically. Yeah, it's the. Uh, I think it was the end of last year when the British Navy sent their carrier strike group to this exact location, right? Mm -hmm. uh, not too many months ago. And we were kind of like, maybe don't do that. And then yeah. we could avoid some type of conflict. And now we're just, you know, other another, Western, on. another yeah. Western country, yeah, that are both allies are both doing this going to this very um, disputed, very contested waters, mm -hmm. uh, basically, yeah, to, to just mess with China and be like, hey, look at us, look what we're doing, don't get mad, yeah, and, hey, and, don't get mad at and, us. <laughs> yeah, and when they, when they uh, like, uh, respond, people go, oh, how dare China respond? Come on, we didn't do anything wrong. Hello! Why are you overreacting? Ugh! Right, and it's, it's pretty much the same with <laughs> Russia. All, the Russia situation also is like... Uh, we amass NATO troops on their border on multiple different countries, not just Ukraine, like, and take over other countries on their border, like literally put in puppet dictators of ours into their countries, into those countries uh, surrounding their borders, and then uh, Russia goes... Finally, hey, maybe don't overthrow all the countries surrounding us, <laughs> and, and then puts troops on their border, and then we go, look at these evil Russians, they're ramping up tensions against us, and it's like, I think we're the one ramp ramping up tensions, <laughs> not the other way around. Oh, yeah, can you just stop? Please stop. I, I think, I mean... When they talk about, like, the military-industrial complex and, like, it it maintaining its power over the American, like, uh, um, military and everything else, even when, like, presidents come and go, there's this underground, like, they call it the deep state or whatever, uh, which is still there, and they have, they have goals that, whether the, the president is, in or, is a Democrat or a Republican, uh, they have goals 
to, you know, overtake powerful nations because they want to maintain their own mm -hmm. power. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I guess my point is I'm not saying, like, this is an all-of-a-sudden thing. It's not like, you know... We had thought about arming these militants in Ukraine during the Obama administration, right? That's, I guess that's my point. So, like, it wasn't just uh, thought up right during the Trump administration to do that. It wasn't thought up uh, during the uh, Hillary Clinton uh, Russiagate stuff that uh, Russia's bad and we should go after them. This is probably all pretext 10 years before any of that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's a weird, weird world. Uh, talking about the weird, weird world, uh, you know who has it tough? Look, people in Norwegian prisons. Oh my gosh. Right. I mean, I feel so sorry for them. Uh, a, a bad TV, having opportunity to have a PlayStation in your room. Oh, Norwegian prison is so terribly hard. You could have a... PlayStation can, can they have it hooked up to the internet or is it just you can only play I think it's only like local play right I was gonna yeah. say that seems kind of dangerous especially with this guy yeah. I don't think they would allow him to hook it up to the internet <laughs> yeah because Norwegian um, serial killer Breivik begins parole hearing and of course we do it with a Nazi salute because we are amazing uh, well, this guy, uh, I, he kind of screwed his whole plan here with that uh, Nazi salute, I think, because on uh, Breivik, Anders Breivik, the Norwegian far-right uh, fanatic who killed 77 uh, in 2011, argued Tuesday that his early release from, uh, oh, for an early re release from prison, telling a judge he had renounced uh, any violence as he professed uh, white supremacist views, and flashed a Nazi salute. Uh, he's 42, yeah. serving 21-year sentence. Uh, experts agree Breivik is highly unlikely to be, be released. Authorities have insisted he has the same rights as any other prisoner, arguing that treating him differently would undermine the principles of Norwegian society, including the rule of law and freedom of speech. I mean, sure. I think just... There was some discussion as whether they should even allow him to... Uh, go up and um, do this appeal because he would try to spout mm. his crazy white supremacist Nazi beliefs, right? That's what I had mm. heard. I don't know if that was a big... Obviously, probably was a big story in Norway. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah. Everybody was talking about this, or everybody is talking about this because the trial is going on. Nobody, absolutely nobody believes that he will be released. Like, nobody. What did you see I, from people, yeah. like, uh, as to whether or not that he should have been able to talk, you know, go up on the mic and everything? Oh, I, I everybody loves the freedom of speech thing in Norway. Oh, okay. Even, even for him, yeah. yeah. I, I, I find it, like, I, I, I think, I think we should lock him up and throw, throw away the key, but that's my personal It's opinion. probably a good idea. I mean, yes. when he when he goes to his parole <laughs> hearing and does a Nazi salute in front of the judge, he clearly yeah. doesn't show any um, remorse. remorse. Right. Yeah. Um, Not very remorse, remorseful, yeah. He, oh, it even yeah, no. says here he he cried for victims on both, quote-unquote, both sides, which he described as a culture war, meaning like he... 
Yeah. He feels bad for the victims and also his what white supremacist brethren who are Brothers, being yeah. what like yeah. uh, he probably thinks they're being um, bullied. Bullied. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. No. This guy. <laughs> I definitely. I think he had the. You know, they had to give him the right to to go up and um, up, try to get this appeal because if they would have right. not given him the rights of other prisoners, they, that's not making them any better than yeah. you know. Yeah, that's just making them bad bad people for doing that. So I mean, we we talked about this the last time we we talked about him mm-hmm. maybe like three four years ago when he was like appealing how they he was treated in prison. You remember that? It's not right, that, that that long time ago. I think he also that. used that same uh, kind of argument yeah. in this appeal, yeah. also. Um, and I think it's been ten years he's been in jail. Mm-hmm. I I think I read that in another article. It's yeah. not in this one, but yeah. so that that's the one of because I think there was like a there's like a ten You're year allowed, rule yeah, after you, ten years. Yeah, yeah. After ten year, like half of the time you're serving plus. A little more, yeah. Oh, right, because he was but sentenced it, to 21 years. That makes sense. Yes, okay. yes. But the thing is, like, nobody, like, I am I know I'm not supposed to say this, but uh, if I had a, if he was released and moved to next door, I would kill him. <laughs> okay. Like, I, I would have no hesitation of doing that. Absolutely not. And I'm a pacifist. Right. Uh, and if you feel the same way of other people in Norway, maybe he'd be better off in jail, because uh, yeah. anywhere he goes, he'd yeah. probably get killed by somebody. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't, it's, uh, he, I just think he deserves to be in jail, yeah, for the rest of his life. I think, uh, 21 years actually isn't long enough, in my opinion. I guess I knew that, no, but I never really ma- thought about it, yeah. like, in that way. Sadly, it's the maximum sentence in Norway. Oh, okay. Right. But oh, look at that. Look was, at this. He was sporting yeah. a stubble beard in a two-piece suit. Uh, yeah. Okay. They actually said what uh-huh. he was wearing. Very. He's yeah. a, And he's a man. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> uh, talking about somebody we care uh, about what she's wearing or not, because holy moly, they talk about that. Uh, GC Max ends up a uh, fight to keep the names of eight John Doe's a secret. This is huge news, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. It, it, she's no longer fighting to hide the information of eight names from the um, the lawsuit. The lawyers for Gruffier who uh, said that Oh, have long fought to unseal the names of the eight John Doe's mentioned in the 2015 civil lawsuit, but Maxwell's attorney pushed back on Thursday and appeared to have given up on this fight. Uh, the fact that Maxwell is no longer opposing the unsealing does not necessarily mean that the names will be released, but Griffey's legal team is still working to get them identified. Um... In the lawsuit filed last year, Gouffray accused Prince Andrew also of abusing her as a teenager. Obviously, we're wondering if he is one of these John Doe's, because that could uh, add to the case in in her civil lawsuit, right? That would be... I I think that's probably why they're trying to get these unsealed as much as they are. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, uh, I really, really hope they get released... I I really really do. If they're not fighting it, 
Um, and the her her lawyers are trying to get it released. The only person mm-hmm. standing in the way is the judge um, in the case. And if the judge uh, doesn't see any reason that it's going to harm any of the five people named as far as, like, um, make them, uh, hurt them in, in a way that's going to, like, defame them or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, or maybe even... Not all of them, but maybe a few of them could be released, and then other ones could not be released. Yeah, this is an interesting story because we don't know what's mm-hmm. going to happen, but and what the names are. They could be names of some big, big time people, actors, politicians, you know, like mm-hmm. oil barons. We have no idea who these names are, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, that's the excitement of the treasure hunt, I guess. Uh, talking about the the whole sh- shebang, as I call it, the shebang. That's that's what that case is called, the shebang. Uh, Queen Elizabeth stripes Prince Andrew of military titles and royal pen- uh, patronage. Uh, I think this is too little, too late. Well, they stripped him of like his uh, his royal duties. Is like the first right. thing they had done. Now they've stripped him of his military titles and his royal patron- patronages. Patronages. There we go. By yeah, I say that ten, ten times. I don't even. I, that's like a word I never use in regular no, life. Ever. Me, I don't think anybody uses that. Right. Um, the queen. Uh, oh, by the queen. After a U.S. judge ruled uh, his trial for sex offenses could go ahead, uh, the palace in a statement said, "With the queen's approval and agreement." Uh, the Duke of York's military affiliations and royal patronages have been returned to the Queen. Uh, he will not undertake any public duties and is defending the case as a private citizen. Uh, Andrew, meaning he's not part of the royal family, or he's not being backed by the royal family, which we had talked last week. There was at least a rumor that the Queen was going to back him, right? So I wonder if that means she's not going to be backing him monetarily mm. anymore. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, no, hopefully she doesn't. I mean, I, I, I wish she would just kick him to the curb, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I mean, the thing about the money was if they were going to go for, like, a settlement, that a lot mm-hmm. of the money was going to come from the royal family or from the queen herself, uh, mm-hmm. for, like, $5 million settlement, um, with Virginia Gouffray, but, uh... Yeah, I don't. I think that it would be harder for him to do the settlement. But what I saw this week is that her and her lawyers are saying we don't want to settle anyways. We want to take this to court. So, hmm. yeah, no, it will be. It will be very interesting to see. I, I hope. I hope uh, it soon goes. I mean, it. It seems like we soon will know if it goes to trial or not. Uh, I just hope it will and. Uh, that the truth about this scumbag comes out because holy moly! Oh, I still, I still ha- like think about that interview sometimes with him, and I, I laugh about how terrible it was. <laughs> how terrible it was, right? Yeah, yeah. I still, still sometimes I, I, I watch it and I like, <laughs> what a terrible, terrible person. Uh, yeah. This actually one thing about. Jiz, Jizzy Max that I didn't mention uh, the sentencing for her trial now that mm-hmm. it seems like everything's going to go through with the the juror 
that we had said was a big deal, like might get a retrial. Uh, it's mm. looking like that's not going to happen, and that sentencing yeah. is going to happen in June. So we have a while to yeah. wait for that. Obviously, half a year. Yeah. Um, and also that Prince Andrew's lawyers are are, are saying Virginia Goofy may quote unquote su- suffer from false memories. And that's one of their defenses now. The same of defense that was used by Ghislaine Maxwell against her accusers yeah. also. Yeah. yeah. You know those false memories we have pictures of? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is an advanced camera. Extremely advanced. It can, it can picture things in other multiple other dimensions yeah, where, dimensions. That, where it happens. And in this dimension, it didn't happen, so... That's going to be their defense in court. It's the Spider-Verse. Right, they bring in like a quantum physicist and he's like, well, he's doing proofs. He's like, if, if you uh, understand wait, quantum wait, she, quantum entanglement. Yeah. <laughs> we share here in, 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 in uh, uh, Spider-Man from the Spider-Verse that there can be multiple Spider-Mans. This could also happen in our world. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. double slit experiment shows us. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> sorry. We should joke about something terrible like rape, but it's. <laughs> I'm sure that's like what their defense would be. Uh, but, yeah, let's talk about uh, one of our favorite things to talk about, the Havana Syndrome. Because uh, they are still unsure now, for some reason. Uh, who's behind? How can grasshoppers be behind the Havana Syndrome? I don't get it. Right, those crickets traveling yeah, around the world it's... in, like, I don't know, planes or something? I don't know how these crickets are. <laughs> but Secretary Anthony Blinken said on Thursday that the U.S. intelligence agency have yet to determine the cause of Havana Syndrome. Uh, he said in comments during an in- interview with MSNBC after it was reported that more Americans in Geneva, Switzerland, and Paris, France uh, have all experienced symptoms resulting in at least one returning uh, back to the U.S. And un- the, uh, the unexplained ph- phenomena has now spread to roughly 200 people and is no longer clustered in Havana, which drew suspicion of U.S. lawmakers and podcasters uh, in their in their house. Um, oh yeah, podcasters like Luke and Fro, maybe. <laughs> right. Mm. Uh, we were more we were interested in this actually before it uh, went all over the world, but mm, but Mr. Blinken yeah. says to date we don't kn- know exactly what happened and we don't know exactly who is responsible. He went on to say that admission was not an indication that the government was not taking the symptoms seriously and said that the department was working overtime to try to find an answer. Okay. Right. If you believe in conspiracy theories, wait for the TV round because I I have a very good conspiracy theory about a TV show on About a TV show? Okay. Yeah. But uh, but, uh, but uh, I, I, do, I do think that this Havana syndrome thing, like... The more they talk about it, the less I believe it. There's just, like... There's also a lot of money behind it now. What I saw is, like, uh, in the budget bill at the beginning of the year, when um, Mm. Biden uh, 
signed the new military budget, like there was millions and millions of dollars in that budget just to study Havana syndrome and to give relief to people who claim to have Havana syndrome. So mm -hmm. in that bill, literally, it says if you have Havana syndrome, we're going to give you money. So could people right. be faking Havana syndrome to get paid? Possibly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I had a mild case of Havana Syndrome I heard the other day, so I'm definitely going to get some money from it. Right, yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. I don't know, I still think mass psychosis is the most likely thing here, but um, I also think some people may know that it's that, and may be egging it on and pushing it uh, in the media, which is creating more hysteria. I don't know, that's yeah, my yeah. thought as to what's happening here. No, look, it's crickets. Right, crickets. Uh, talking about studies, we should take 110% serious uh, studies just that cannabis compounds may prevent COVID-19. Yeah, so this is now we understand why you're not sick, Luke. Right, because it's this is from Oregon State University, even, yeah. uh, the study, yeah. where it is legal to... Well, you ask. Have cannabis and smoke cannabis and <laughs> ingest cannabis if you want to. If you want to have a cookie I can or. Neither, uh... Yeah, I, I can neither confirm or deny that I have maybe heard Luke smoke a bong or two. I can. I've smoked. Me. I will freely admit to smoking marijuana <laughs> quite a number of times. Quite a number of times. That's all. Like, yeah, a lot. I've really? smoked a lot of weed Even in my in day. Even in front of me. Never, never happened. Come well, especially on. when we're watching, like, a really crappy movie on purpose. It's way funner to watch a crappy movie when you're a little stoned and everything, you know what I mean? I have no clue what you're talking about. I have never, never heard that in my entire life. I don't want to get it confused because uh, it does say here that smoking it, isn't, it won't actually work because, like, burning it oh, apparently yeah. ruins, but we'll get into that in a second. A uh, mm. new study for released by Oregon State University shows... Oh, <laughs> Excuse me. Oregon State University shows that two cell yeah, compounds. Yeah, because you said anniversary, and I, I think that was more funny. I got. I had like a cough in the back of my throat from laughing, mm. and then I, I was about to cough and said, <laughs> "Yeah." Oregon State University shows that two compounds from hemp, CBDa and CBGa, could block COVID nineteen from entering human cells. In the study, different extracts from natural products were tested to see if any compounds in them. Uh, stuck to the, to the spike proteins that are on COVID COVID nineteen, uh, similar to how antibodies work, the compounds mm -hmm. in CBDA and in, and CBDGA, oh CBGA, which I've never heard of either of these, but uh, stuck to these spike proteins. It was tested with live with the live virus, and so sh so far has been shown as successful. Okay. Mm. Um, Bren Brenman said the discovery could potentially be used in the fight of it against COVID-19. Uh, other news outlets reported this after the study was released. People in Oregon flocked to marijuana stores to buy up products. <laughs> uh, however, it's important to note that marijuana and hemp are not the same thing. Hemp does not belong to the cannabis family and can be used as a source right. of fiber, food, and animal feed, while marijuana has a psychoactive compound. Right. Um, and also, That's it says... Right. I mean, hemp uh, is was used for years. I mean, 
it got mixed in when they did uh, when they made marijuana illegal because they look similar. Mm. But hemp and marijuana are very different plants, and hemp is very useful. Uh, like for years, the Navy, the U.S. Navy, used marijuana or used hemp. Sorry, for the all the rigging on all their ships were were made of hemp because it like is m way right. more resistant to um, seawater than cotton is. Uh, it says Brenman. He says says he doesn't recommend people smoke marijuana uh, because of this uh, decomposing. Oh, because these cannabinoids decompose in high temperatures. However, some marijuana mm -hmm. stores may sell products that only contain these two cannabinoids. So mm. I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing weed shops specifically like trying to get these only cannabinoids to right. sell them in like. Um, cookies, cookie weed, form yeah. or like gummy <laughs> yeah. form or something, so you don't have to burn it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we that could be interesting. COVID nineteen. <laughs> I have a feeling you're not going to be able to advertise it as that. You know, you're going to have to just like advertise it as CBDGA or whatever. Uh, not advertise it as a COVID cure because that could be really. Come here and get right. my COVID cure. <laughs> Unless more studies happen and this gets peer-reviewed, which it hasn't been yet. Right. But um, yeah. but that's still a very interesting study, for sure. If if that could happen, like, how many anti-vaxxers would rather eat a weed gummy than get 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 the jab, you know? So, I mean, that could oh, be beneficial. They, they are re Republicans, look, so they they don't want to... You actually... You'd be surprised... It's something like seventy percent of Americans want weed legal, and that includes Republicans. So, wow, no wonder they want to get stoned to get Trump back. But that's another topic. Talking about bad presidents, look, uh, Ronald Reagan. Yeah, Ronald Reagan. He he's a terrible ex-president of yours. Uh, I'm looking it up right now just to make sure. Uh, 2021 November Gallup poll: 68% uh, of Americans support. Yeah, so I was close. Okay. 70s, 68. Yeah. Yeah. So talking about uh, terrible presidents of the United States, Ronald Reagan is up up there. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he didn't own slaves, as far as we know. Um, <laughs> So, wow. you know, all those early presidents, wow. all those early presidents, maybe went there. <laughs> all those early presidents, maybe worse, depending, because uh, yeah. owning slaves is pretty bad. I don't know if you've heard. No, 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 no. It's kind of not a good look uh, to be owning yeah. slaves. Yeah, you don't want to be doing that. That's a bad, bad move. So, uh, yeah, but he's, I would say, the worst modern day president. Yeah, he's up there. Definitely. An ex, ex, uh, like actor becoming uh, president. Yeah. Yeah, he was definitely kind of a puppet president, also in a way. Um, yeah. People would say, especially nowadays, Trump is worse or whatever. But I don't think mm -hmm. without Reagan, we would have ever gotten Trump because Reagan, the Reaganite 1, politics, is what created yeah. the weird right wing we have now. Yeah. So. I totally, totally agree. Do you know who doesn't like uh, Ronald Reagan? Uh, Trump? Yeah. What is he going to tell the truth about? You're going to say it this time because I don't want to say it. You don't want to say it? Uh, yeah. Nope. 
he's going to talk about Ronald Reagan uh, sucking D's in hell. But not that there's anything wrong with that. If Ronald Re- Maybe Ronald Reagan's into that film. So that's fine. This is Tron where Tron tells the truth. As I mentioned in earlier segments, I'm going to be more angry this year. So part of the segment is called Ronald Reagan sucks cocks in hell. I don't think he'd do that. I think he eats devil shit. I think he's rimming the day devil on a daily basis. Yeah, I can say that. And I say that because he's a conservative god. Everything Ronald fucking Reagan says is like whole, your fucking holiness. Yeah. The man who makes fun of poor people, who taxed poor people and gave tax credits to rich people, is now the working guy's hero. The man who loved Bruce Springsteen born in the USA, but didn't know what the fucking song meant. It was an anti-Vietnam song, but again, conservatives doesn't understand that, because they take 20 or 30 years because they understand something that already is mainstream. And then they call it woke, political correctness and so on. There are still conservatives to this day who doesn't, didn't know that Rage Against the Machine was to the left and never polit- politics. Politics, I mean, fuck it. But they didn't get it. Like they get not get anything. That's the problem. They take, they are not, they are not more conservatives left. They are anti-democracy. They could have voted now for voting rights to people in the United States. They didn't. In Hungary, they could have gave democracy to the press, but they didn't. They are strangling society everywhere. Conservatism is killing us, not the fucking left, not stupid dictators in Venezuela. It's the fucking conservatives who's fucking it up all the fucking time. Because we have this need of war to make things done. Therefore, 9-11 was great, because then they had a war in something, like war on terrorism. Yeah. They kind of be, end up in a war on press, a, a war on every people who disagreed with them, and they end up bombing and killing more people than 9 11. I've been blogging about this for a very long time. Actually, I started blogging against American politics in 2003 2004, and everybody think of, and a lot of people criticized me, said, I didn't understand the United States. Yeah, is takes people conservatives ask Europeans we don't understand what fucking war and terrorism is war and terrorism is a fucking European tradition like fucking Turkey and Super Bowl we've been killing each other since the dawn of the beginning of Europe well I still hate fucking conservatives Conservative is going to mean the end of fucking democracy. There are no moderates left. There are only fucking morons. There are the extreme, this, and there are people in the center, maybe in the conservative movement, who think they can control them. A lot of people thought they could control Trump or President Golden Showers, I call them. It didn't work out. It didn't work out at all. The conservatives have control about nothing. Zero nothing. And when they don't have control, they start blaming people to criticize them for being communist, leftist, or threat to your fucking country, or blah, 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 and they put on a lot of national symbols, just like, hail this and hail fucking that, with no fucking reason at all. 
I fucking hate conservatives. Every time and since I was a fucking kid, since I grew up in a fucking neighborhood with so fucking called conservatives who was so fucking high on themselves, had so fucking good moral. Why behind closed doors they were fucking neighbor's wife and drinking and beating the fucking kids. Moral. Conservatism is like how we can get away with bullshit if you fucking put a fucking gold paint or sue on a tie on it. That's fucking what it is. So it's people asking me to give those people more respect and so blah 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 blah. I had it. We nearly now have a war in Europe again. Yeah, Russia against Ukraine and a lot of out of shit coming with it. I would love to see how that turned fucking out. No, I wouldn't, because my country is fucking near to fucking Russia. So, this is conservatism and bullshit for you. So, I hope like all the fucking conservatives are in hell and sucking each other's Satan's dick or eating shit or anything. I'm just angry. That's why I'm blobbing a lot. Have a fucking nice day. This was Tron, but Tron tells the truth. That was uh, Tron telling the truth again. I, 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 this, this week I want to say this. Tron statements stands for Tron alone. He is allowed to say whatever he wants to say. Does not mean that we. I all always support what was what he says. Just to make that clear. Right, and. and- a lot of the things he said, some people might not see as negative, and uh, mm-hmm. that he's portraying as something negative, and uh, those people enjoy what you enjoy, and we love you, uh, mm-hmm. and and keep on keeping on, yeah? yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, look, I have seen some TV this week. I really, really want to start with my conspiracy. Uh, oh, um, right, that you talked uh, about earlier, okay, yeah. Yes. It's called Relatively Famous Ranch. Oh, yeah, I saw this. on e- oh, It was on E-Network really? here. Oh, I'm, I'm very happy that you saw this. So we can talk about this. So let's go through the people that is in this house. Harry James Thornton. Uh, I don't say their names. Uh, just say who their parents are and that they're their okay. kid. Because okay. <laughs> it's a bunch of That's celebrities' okay. children. So Yes, Harry... Harry, that's Billy Bob Thornton's son. There is Jasmine, that is uh, Martin Lawrence's son. Uh, daughter, sorry. Uh, then we have Hannah, that is the, the daughter of... I really don't know who she's the daughter of. Some rock icons, right? Is she the one that's uh, Pat Benatar? Yeah, okay. I have no clue who... 80s rocker. Benatar is, yeah. okay. Uh, then we have uh, Miles, that is uh, Shaquille O'Neal's son. Then we have Austin, I, I, my favorite in this show, definitely. Um, uh, son of Billy Gunn. Uh, then we have Abby, uh, that is uh, Easy mm-hmm. uh, son. Uh, uh, daughter, sorry. Uh, then we have Taylor, that is David Hasselhoff's daughter. Right. Uh, then we have, yeah, <laughs> we, we were going to talk about her. But uh, then we have Raymond, that is Ray Parker Jr.'s son. That is all of them. Right. Uh, yeah. There's yeah, like I, a weird split of like some people's parents are like mega famous, and then you have. Uh, I, I, 
I don't want to say Ray Parker Jr. is not super famous, but compared to David Hasselhoff, they're not in the same. You know, what, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Billy Bob Thornton compared to badass Billy Gunn, there's like a big yeah. gap in celebrity. <laughs> a big gap and in celebrity like, there. Pat Benatar's daughter, like who the fuck is? Pat Actually, she's very like if if you were an '80s uh, person, you'd be yeah. She she's fairly yeah. famous, yeah. Anyway, she's super cute. But uh, I have a question for you. <laughs> when you watch this, uh, what did you think it was going to be about? I didn't really look into it, so I didn't think anything of it. I just... Oh, I, I thought this was going to be a stupid reality show about famous people. Uh, Yeah, when I first read the title, I didn't realize it said relatively famous. I thought it said... Mm -hmm. Reality, reality, famous or something like that. Like I didn't oh, really look closely oh. at it, so I just assumed it was like, um, some kind of reality house that just had a bunch of B celebrities in it. But it's even more than that. It's a bunch of kids of celebrities, right? Uh, and, yeah. And I don't know what this show is about. I mean, I know what they say this show is about. It's about reopening this Saddleback Ranch to the public and like try to open and run this this thing mm -hmm. in in the year of a shutdown, but <sighs> this is the fakest thing I have ever seen in my entire life. I don't know that it's 100% fake to be honest. I think some of what really? they these they well how fake can them actually holding a sheep and cheering it be? That's a, right. that they're really actually I, I, cheering that sheep. So I don't know how fake that I is. Guess. Right. But it's so it's it, it feels it feels very ingenuine and I I have this theory that this is this is more or less real life. <laughs> Like when Paris Hilton went to the farm. Oh, the real life. I thought you, you said yeah. that in a way where I think this is real life, and I was confused because no, you no. made it sound like you thought it no, was no. real, even though you just said it was fake. Okay. No, no. Um, the real life, yes, with Paris Well, Hilton. yeah, it's the real life just with a lot more ce uh, celebrity kids, right? Yes. Well, they're yeah, not even well, really it's... kids. Like, Paris, when she made that show, was what, 18, 19, <laughs> maybe? 18, yeah. Not over 20, yeah. for sure. Um and these are like grown ass adults who are acting like spoiled brats. Uh and here's my problem. Everyone is so spoiled in this show. Like I don't like anyone. Well, maybe Austin. Yeah, I was going to say Austin's not spoiled, but he's in yeah. he then because he's surrounded by all these spoiled people, he becomes entitled because he, he feels so like entitled. because he feels like he's the only one that actually has any worth work ethic, and so it, he starts yeah. to become like I don't know self centered in a way. Oh, um, such a douche! I mean, a lot of them are just there clearly because they want to be on a reality show, they want to be mm. on TV, and they have a famous parent, and they were like, uh, "All right, I can get some screen time on a television show, and maybe you know." Uh, turn this into a career, a reality show career, just off this one thing. So that's why all, they're all there. Um, the the fake the reasoning of like the, yeah. the fake reasoning of like, oh, we gotta save the ranch. Clearly, these <laughs> whatever ten celebrity kids are not gonna help. Yeah. help they're, if anything, they're gonna hinder saving this ranch. So because they're gonna like, if you hired yeah. ten actual 
cow cow hands that know what they're doing. You know what I mean? You would get a lot more done. So, um, in that way, yes, it is fake. That whole part of it is fake. I think them actually having to do the chores and stuff to a degree is real. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's a mix of both. I think some of the characters are interesting to me. I think it's a guilty pleasure that I could actually keep watching, though. Oh, I'm going to watch this because I'm going to give this a five. I gave it a, I gave it a four point five. So we're right at the same yeah. area. Um, yeah. I, I think a few of the characters are just. I mean that uh, Easy's daughter, uh, whatever her name, oh. she's going to be gone soon. Yeah. Shaq, is it Shaq's yeah. son who's the model? Uh-huh. He's, like, clearly... Those two, I mean, they can't even get near a horse. And if you're on a ranch, that's a real issue if you can't get near a horse. Uh, And she doesn't want to touch any of the animals or anything. Like, that's the whole point of the show. (laughs) But you know who's going to win, right? I don't know how you win. (laughs) Because nobody... Like, is there a way to get kicked out? I don't know. But But, uh, I I think Harry is, is the most entitled one. And I think... He's kind of right to be the most entitled one. I well. I think he's a interest. He's one of the more interesting characters, though, because he's I so love much. Him. He's yeah. so much more. He's so different from the rest of the group, which yes. they're very polished. Like they have this very polished um, exterior that, like, they've built up probably because yeah. they've been in front of the camera, like, to a degree, their whole life being like examined by yeah. paparazzi and everything else. Um, I'm very happy that you saw this because I was I was like oh this. But this they do explain stuff. it that he like grew up yeah. not with his dad. He grew up with his mom who wasn't mm-hmm. as in the limelight and didn't move to be with his dad till he was older. So he that's why he seems so much different. I think. But he also yeah. is just a huge hypochondriac and like uh, <laughs> totally neurotic, which I I guess I identify with to a degree. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, Somehow also a ladies' man. I'm not sure how being... Those things connect, but... And then we have the one girl. Is she... I don't know. She's totally obsessed with her butt, though. Like, there's certain scenes where, like... Uh, Taylor, yeah. Is that who it is? In the background, like, the the host is... uh, Whatever, not the host. The guy who's running the ranch is talking to them all. And then if you notice in the background, she's just checking out her own butt in the window of the the (laughs) cabin. She's not even paying attention. She's more interested in, like, oh, how's my butt look in these pants? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I really recommend you people to watch this. I I like this is going to be a guilty pleasure. Yeah, for it's me for sure. it's it's just like so funny. It's, it's yeah, really it's hilariously good. stupid, but it's entertaining. <laughs> yeah, so good. Okay, your turn. Uh, let's see. I I guess I'll start with I watched the rest of Always Sunny because I had only watched like mm-hmm. three episodes, so I just caught up on that. Finished the season. Uh, yeah, it's every time I finish a season of Always Sunny, it feels like it's not long enough. I don't know why they don't... Mm. They always make fairly short seasons, I guess, though. Um, yeah, this one was just as good as the rest of them. They go to Ireland, which I thought was an interesting... Did you finish this season? No. Yeah, they go to Ireland and do a whole, like... The second half of the whole season is them in Ireland, uh, uh, which is a very interesting move. Like... They go to a Patty's pub that's actually Patty's pub in Ireland, you know what I mean? That looks almost identical and everything. Very funny. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of the gimmick of this season. Uh, overall, I guess, I don't know. I'll give it a seven. Cool. Uh, 
The next thing I watched, and I know that you also watched, is Naomi on yeah. CW. Yeah, that happened uh, very earlier sorry? this week. Yes. Uh, we recorded a little late uh, last week, so I think it's a little because of that. This is... Okay, I'm going to say this right away. This is surprisingly good. Why is this so good? Uh, it is about this teen girl uh, and how she fits in into the multiverse. And I, when I saw this, I was like, oh, this is going to be a, a superhero show that Luke is going to hate. Uh, but uh, this is so... It, it, it feels very... It feels very different. It feels kind of like they're trying to do something uh, that isn't CW with CW money. Do you understand what I mean? I still... The acting uh, and maybe production value is definitely C right. CW level and uh, in that CW vein... Like, it feels like a CW... But the storyline is a superhero-type mm, Netflix kind of level show to me. Right. Yeah, I, and I was thinking of that. It, it it feels a little more Netflix than it feels CW, funny enough. Right. Uh, nothing wrong with that at all. I think, I think Netflix has better shows than CW, to be honest. But it, yeah, no, I... I I didn't think I was going to like this as much. I have this as as a 6.5 to be honest, the two episodes I've seen this week. I had it as a 6. I, I mean, yeah. we're close. Uh they give it 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't think it's that high. No, um, it's not that good. The acting it's... is not to that level of being like right. a 9 in uh the special effects are fine, but they're like C double mm -hmm. CW level special effects. They're not like amazing. Uh, right. But the story is very, very interesting. I have a feeling that Love as far as, for me, somebody who's yeah. not super interested in the multiverse and the whole um, Marvel, right? Uh, mm -hmm. uh, the Marvel Universe, I guess, itself. Like, I have a feeling, mm -hmm. like, the first season, I'm going to be really entertained. And if it goes to a second season, when they start interconnecting all the... Uh, plot lines of these other things that I don't never saw and don't care about. That's when I'm gonna get disinterested in it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You, yeah, I think you will lose interest there. But one, yeah. but up until the point that like, they, this mystery that they're building of this girl who, um, is trying to figure out mm, who she is. You know, that's the interesting mm. part. Once they get past that, I'm gonna be like, peace out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I agree. Yeah, no, I think this is more my show than your show. And I'm a little surprised you have it as high as 6, to be honest. But it, it, it is as good as, as that, yeah. I agree. Uh, your turn. Uh, Wolf Like Me on Peacock. Mm -hmm. um, Peacock! This was a... I guess we'll call it a sci-fi romantic comedy? Yes. Yeah? Um, yeah, I'm with that. Because it, it's sci-fi to a degree, in well, horror movie-esque to a degree, but it's more more um, like a comedy, a romantic comedy, really, because it's about mm. uh, a man who's f played by Josh Gad, I should say, whose uh, wife passed away, right? And he's raising kids by himself, uh, or a kid by himself who has problems, uh, and... 
the he's had he's having a problem dating, and then what gets in a car crash with what's who's the actor? Uh, Elsa Fisher. Right there, you go. Uh, she yeah. they get in a car crash, and they have that classic car crash meet cute where you. Mm-hmm. Flip a car like six times over and somehow are completely fine and then um, fall in love with a girl. Like this, like, did they really need the car to do like seven the, the, flips? The premise <laughs> is 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 the premise is a little bit. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I also saw this. Uh, I I this this I definitely didn't think was up your tree. This was definitely more for me. It. It reminds me, without spoiling anything, it reminds me of Wolf with, with, uh, uh, with, uh, oh, the Shining guy. Sure. But, uh, yeah, and and it, it kind of like it it it, it surprised me uh, how much I liked Elsa Fisher. I I haven't really. Uh, seen Josh Gad in in something so I guess I I I haven't really liked uh, see seen him acting he's okay I think sh- her, she is better than him though uh, I've never really been a huge fan of Josh Gad uh, mm. in anything really so I, I I guess I agree with you um it just seems like they they put him in things uh, even in this there was no need for like a time for him to be singing an entire song and somehow they just stuck that into the dinner date where they're like oh it's right. Josh Gad he can sing and we have him mm. in our show so we better have him sing an entire song in the middle of a mm. restaurant <laughs> like mm. what that, you know what I'm saying yeah no I, I agree what uh, do you give this what did I give this uh, oh I didn't give it a score I don't know uh, probably a four yeah, I would give it a five. I'm a little in front of you there. Uh, so that was you. Then it's me. Uh, I saw pivoting uh, because that's uh, something you need to see. I think uh, I saw it last week, didn't I? You did, yes. Okay. Uh, and it was because of your extremely not recommendation. I saw it. Right. Uh, because you hated it. I think I hated it even more than you, to be honest. This is Sex and the City. Uh, I don't need Sex and the City again. Uh, I really, really don't need Sex and the City. And I don't need a Fox version of Sex and the City. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jennifer Goodwin and Maggie Q, I like both of them. So it's a, a little bit sad to, to see two actresses that I like in such a shitty show. Uh, because this is probably one of my least favorite shows of the year so far. And that's including, like, uh, one people I gave, like, zero to. But I just like... I didn't like this. I didn't like it at all. There's nothing interesting about these three women. Uh, even though the, like, the murder mystery thing is, like, so stupid as well. Is there, uh, like, it's not really a mystery, you know what I mean? Right. It's kind of, yeah. but, like, the bigger... Kind of, but not. The bigger plot lines are, like, what they're doing with their lives, like, right. because their friend passed away, right? Yeah. But I'm going to give it a two. Boo. Two yeah, I think that's worse than me. I don't remember what I gave yeah. it. Let me look. 
Uh, yeah, I give it a three. I mean, we're we're yeah. still close. It was bad, uh, unnecessary. Uh, you. The last thing I, well, the last TV show I saw was Archive eighty one, mm-hmm. uh, which you saw also, a Netflix show about a man who is what it seems like he's like the top notch video or cassette tape um, restorer. Uh, in, mm-hmm. like, whatever city they're in. It seems like New York or some big city. Um, and he is, like, sought after because people are just... At the beginning of the of the show, he, people are just sending him all this stuff, like, whatever he can find. He's even going out and, like, finding tapes himself because he's so into restoring video and mm-hmm. just old media, I guess, in general. Uh, and he gets hired by this weird dude and... and Get what doesn't he pay him like a hundred thousand dollars? He says mm-hmm. to restore these tapes, but he has to do it in this like there. remote bunker in the middle of yep. nowhere because he says he can't move the tapes, which is just even if you were an archivist, you would be like, Why? <laughs> but he doesn't do yeah. that, I guess. But that would kind of ruin the story. <laughs> but yeah, this whole story is uh, about him reviewing these tapes that, um. Uh, are they haunted? Are they not haunted? Something's weird with these tapes, right? Yeah, that's all I'll say. Unless you have anything to go into about it. No, but I fucking love this. This was my cup of tea. I had it uh, in my most anticipated TV shows of the year. Oh, right, so yeah. I'm, I'm very, very happy that this was as good as it is. Because I love this. I I saw this and I was like... I I I am going to guess that you kind of liked it, but you didn't love it as much as I did. It's uh, the best because... show of the year so far. I mean, I don't know. Oh, really? What else would what what other show tops this one this year so far? Uh, the cleaner. The cleaning lady? No, that's not as good yeah. as this. No. No, that it that had like network. I'm asking you. I'm asking you. That had like okay. network level uh, acting, like Fox, you know, Fox level acting. This was like actually. Right really good, really well put together. The editing is amazing. The storyline yeah. is in, obviously yeah, very intricately woven together. Yeah. Bec- like it doesn't feel, it feels like somebody took the time to write out the script script and in a way where you could watch this again and see details that you didn't notice the mm-hmm. first time, things like that. So yes, this is way better than the cleaning lady, to be honest. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm happy you, 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 you think so. I, I, like I said, I really, really like this. I like this to a nine look. So I give it an I eight. Will. I'll give it an wow. eight point okay. five. Uh, wow. Okay. I haven't finished I it yet, think... though. I still have two more episodes. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I gave <laughs> the cleaning lady like a six or something. So. Okay. I I really want to talk to you about that ending. So. Well, I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not there yet. We yes, can talk about it yes. if we get together on this weekend or something. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm so happy you liked it. I was a little bit worried. I, I, when I watched it, I was thinking, eh. but yeah, loved it. Uh, nine out of ten. But look, it isn't the last thing that we both saw. Uh, no, I guess it's not. Uh, because we saw How I Met Your Father, episode one. And I haven't talked to you about this, so this is going yeah. to be quote-unquote interesting. I didn't watch it till last night, like so we there would have been no time for us to talk about this, because it came out mm-hmm. yesterday morning, 
uh, the full season, right? Oh no, the first two episodes came out this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched episodes. the first one. We one, yep. Just called Pilot is the name of the episode, so this is the pilot, obviously. After a slew mm-hmm. of let-down Tinder dates, Sophie meets the seemingly perfect guy. Meanwhile, her roommate, Valentina, returns from London Fashion Week with a sexy souvenir, and an Uber-related phone mishap leads to an eclectic new group of friends. Which, that's kind of the ending of this episode is we get our cast, right? On the bridge. Yep. The bridge scene is, like, where we get it. Like, we start out, we meet our main character, we meet her friend, we meet her friend's boy, toy, boyfriend thing, whatever it is. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then we meet their bar friends, which is very classic from the original series, the the bar. This is clearly going to be the... And they even had the music. I was so happy they had the music. Uh, yeah, the music, and they didn't really change it at all, as far as I could tell. No. It sounded exactly, like, I thought maybe they would do a little updated version or whatever. Um, well, I was happy they kept it. Yeah, I, they were definitely going off, like, the same kind of formula as the original, don't you think? Yes. So, I, I'm I'm going to say this right away. I love this. I really do. I I don't know why. I don't have any, like, oh... It was amazing acting because it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't amazingly funny because it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, uh, the script is not amazingly good, but I had I, I I I can't I can't remember the last time I had such good nostalgia feeling over sure. a, a, a new show. Well, it's the first episode also, so that's going to kind of wear yeah. off over time. But it did feel like. Like, as far as the acting level, quality level, and then, the like you said, the comedy level, like, quality level, it's very on par to the original How I Met yep. Your Mother. Like, that didn't, yep. ha- like, it didn't have the best jokes ever. It didn't, no, no. It de- definitely didn't have the best acting ever. The acting was no. subpar, if, if, if anything. Um, yeah. But it had charm. I, totally. That was the whole thing yeah. about it. I mean, think... How I Met Your Mother really got popular not when it was originally on. As far as I remember, mm. it was once it the whole season got put on Netflix. That's when I remember everybody talking about mm. binging How I Met Your Mother. It, like yeah. it became more popular as a bingeable show at the time than as like the original series cuz I don't remember anybody talking about it when it was actually on network television. Um, right. So I wonder if this will be kind of the same once the season goes up on Netflix, people will be binging it, or what is it on Hulu? Sorry, not Netflix. Right. Hulu. Yeah. People will be binging the whole season and talking about it more. But I don't know. Maybe that was also like a. It was a thing when Netflix started. You started being able to binge, binge things. How I Met Your Mother was one of the, one of the shows they had that a lot of people were binging at the time. So. Right. I think right. that also adds to the nostalgia feeling. Yeah. Uh, what about neg? You must have some negatives. I mean, I got one big negative that <laughs> kind of uh, I don't know. You would never notice this, I don't think. But as an American, seeing these people, these people have to be millionaires. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She lives in a yeah. New York downtown apartment, and her friend yeah. just got back from Paris Fashion Week. Wait a right. second. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, no, once they, you really think they, about like the relatability yeah. of these characters, you're like, well, I'm not a yeah. millionaire, so I guess I'm not. Yeah. I don't relate that much to these people. Yeah. No, I agree. But that will, as always, like if you think of friends, like hello. 
Um, yeah, Sex in the City. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Sex in the City. Yeah. Um, like, how can they afford all the things they do in the show? It makes absolutely zero sense. Yeah, and but, and how, but, yeah. And especially in this show, when you think about it, and she's so depressed and her life is so hard in mm-hmm. this, and you're like, wait, but you must be a millionaire. <laughs> right. So if you just don't think about that. Just don't think about it, and it's fine. What do you think about Kim Cattrall? Oh, doing. She's kind of like the older. Uh, she's the one telling the story and right, how they did yes. in the original series. Um, I didn't like the last bit where she's like, uh, she's got this uh, wine mom character where like a lot of the joy- jokes are like, oh, I need to get more wine. That's like yeah. a, that's not a yeah. joke. Saying I need to go get another bottle of wine. That's not a joke. That's just like you're doing something, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, but uh, I think T- Kim Cattrall was the worst thing about this. Uh, but still, I'm going to give it a s- 6.5? Yeah, I think a 6, 6, 6.5, somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I definitely got that nostalgic feeling, too, and... Um... I'm, I'm looking for I'm encouraged for watching, watching more, yeah, and I have a feeling yeah. it'll be entertaining to kind of cover, so yeah. It's going to be nice. Uh Prince died and uh, not that long time ago, uh last year. Uh no. Was it last year he died? No, no it, was... it was the year before that, right? No, Prince died a long time ago. It I think did? it was in like two thousand fifteen. Let me look it up. Really? Yes. <laughs> Oh, it feels like it was yesterday. Okay. No, he I, died. I, Remember there was that year, like, um, like all these celebrities were dying, and it was, like, the year... Yes. Of, that's 2016. Yeah. Wow. It's 2016? Wow. Time flies by. But, uh, yeah, his estate is valued at 156.4 million, and that is double... The earlier appraisal. That is quite a lot of money. Uh, yeah. Uh, it says it w- was valued at $82.3 million. Um, at least, not at least of their heirs is the late artist who died in 2016 without leaving a will, I guess. Uh, mm. But the Internal Revenue Service has valued it at $163.2 million. The agreement between... Uh, Commercia, I'm assuming that's like his distributor. Oh yeah, it is. And the IRS mm-hmm. clearance from the heirs, the processing, distributing the wealth could be again as soon as next month. I can't believe it's taken this long. Yeah. Uh, but I guess he didn't leave a will. I, I mean, it was kind of, it wasn't like a, it, it wasn't was all of a sudden yeah. overdose, yeah. right? So I, he, he didn't, I mean, he was really wealthy and not young. So you would have thought, like, his lawyer at some point would have been like, hey, maybe you should make a will, but, it, you know. Yeah. Fun fact, uh, Prince, Jehovah's Witness. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a weird fun fact? <laughs> well, especially the way he portrayed himself as, like, the sexual, like, you know what I mean? Oh, this was late, 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 late. Oh, not in the time. 80s Prince? Not sim- no, no. Not Symbol Prince wasn't a... No. Okay. No, it was even later. I, I think, like, the 
to two last year, so he's like... I'm pretty sure they also frown on do, doing opioids, so I'm not sure if that... But that's fine. Shh. Audible plug, www.audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com forward slash ADC if you want a free trial to Audible and a free book. Uh, they give you a free audiobook or something else. Whatever you want to pick out there, get it for free. Keep it, even if you cancel before the 30 days and you won't be charged any cash... Ola, and it'll help us out, so. <laughs> Cashola. Cashola! <laughs> uh, let's talk about some Eurovision, finally. Okay. It's back, yeah. Uh, let's start with Albania. That is uh, Ronlia Harjati with Secret from Albania. Uh, the dominatrix of this to duo. Um, I thought this was a singing contest, not a dancing contest. <laughs> I think they spent more time dancing than they did singing in this. Yeah. Uh, I don't get this. I I I I don't get this song at all. Like, it's got like she an, doesn't s- an Egyptian yeah. kind of beat to it, you know, kind of feeling. Yeah. I guess, even though they're from Albania. Yes. It has a very Egyptian kind of flair. I I totally uh, agree, but I I I kind of agree with you. This is a singing contest. Why the fuck are we so incredibly occupied with l- looking into the camera for a long time when my chorists are singing? Not me, but my chorists are singing. We look up in the ceiling when my chorists are singing. Well, not only that, I there's s- a whole instrumental part in the middle where it's just uh, dancing. It must Dance, be like at yeah. least thirty seconds, more twenty seconds of this three-minute song, and like yeah, uh, or whatever, three and a half-minute song. And she's they're they're not singing or doing anything. It's just instrumental for a long time, and them doing the silly choreographed dance, which um, a lot of hair whipping. Yeah, and they, they that that was. I mean, if you look in the background of this performance, uh, yeah. they had like the video walls, and they were showing like a silhouette of her doing the dances. So like, th- yeah, it's all choreographed to be like around the dancing more than around the song, uh, which feels weird for a Eurovision song. Yeah, same here. Yeah, no, this is definitely not uh, in my vocabulary of what I would call good. Uh, I give this a uh, two. Uh, yeah, I think I agree. I don't think it's going to do very well. No, I don't think it's well qualified, to be honest. But uh, then we go to the Czech Republic. And a banger of a song. Uh, We are Domi with Lights Off. Yeah, this was a really good song. Uh, Holy shit, this is a good song. Stage performance-wise, it's going to be dependent a lot on the special effects yes. they add to this. Because yeah. they got like yeah. smoke machine yeah. going, and they got lights and everything. They don't do a lot of dancing. It's very uh, static as far as... She does a little bit of movement or whatever, but the two other guys are kind of mm. just bobbing back and forth doing their thing. But her voice is really good, and it's a, you know, it's a catchy techno beat. It's got a good drop. Mm. Which is important for a Eurovision song because the drop, like, it really 
pulls in the audience and they can do the mm. pull out from the camera and show the audience going crazy and that mm. uh, that'll add to the votes as far as like uh, phone votes also so uh, mm. yeah I think this one has a good chance I what uh, I don't want to it's so early on in the voting I don't want to put it too high but I also don't want to put it too low you know what I mean hmm 8.5 oh, yeah uh, this is a banger for me I have this at the uh, nine I really really love this. Uh, this is definitely one of my very early favorites. I will be shocked if we don't see this in the final. Yeah, it's kind it of... Has, uh, what would you yeah. compare it to? Like, it feels a little like if you were to combine, like, mm, Billie Eilish with some kind of techno, 90s techno yes, group? Yes, yes, yes. That's exactly... And I love the guy that's playing violin uh, strings with his guitar electric guitar oh yeah well he's got a violin yeah. bow and he's using <laughs> oh, it to play the guitar yes. right and the other guy has like i a, love that has yeah. like a sample machine and a keyboard that's sampling so like yeah it's live uh, produced techno that's pretty it's pretty awesome yeah um cool uh next one we do is probably spain uh not next week but the week after but we have some movie news. Uh, Alec Baldwin hands off his phone in the film shooting uh, investigation. Was rumors that he didn't want to give his phone away? Um, I can understand that. Took him a while to hand it over, which is yeah. a little suspect, possibly. Not to just hand oh. it right over. It's been like a month, yeah. maybe more than a month, since they said... Or that we had seen in the news that they had talked about uh, wanting his phone. Um, maybe his lawyer told him not to. I don't know. A search warrant for Baldwin's phone was issued in December. Yeah, like I said, the sheriff's mm -hmm. office for Santa Fe County, New Mexico, had said earlier this week that it was still trying to obtain the device. On Friday, they said that they uh, Baldwin's phone had been turned over to the authorities in Suffolk County. So, um, we'll see what comes out of this, if anything. I mean, th this could, like... Like I said, when we heard that they wanted his phone initially, this could all just be them um, just being thorough and have nothing to do with them like looking into him uh, in, a, in a negative way. But it could also. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I, I am, I'm, a, I'm curious what they are looking for on a phone in a that's, shooting yeah, accident. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, uh, they could just be being thorough. You know, like yeah. maybe another witness was like, oh, I talked to him about this at this time or like right. the, the day before it or whatever in a text message. So then they're, they're getting that person's side of the story and corroborating it with what's actually on the phone. So it could not be it couldn't be nothing that has to do with like the shooting. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the movie around. Let's start with the two movies we haven't seen together. Um. Yeah, you saw uh, one of Disney Plus's movies this week. Oh, am I going? Oh, yeah, uh, Cruella uh, happened. And my neighbor had it on DVD, so I watched mm. it. Um, they let me borrow it. I haven't watched a DVD in like years. I didn't know. It, I didn't even know. I don't. I was like, I don't have a DVD player, so I just watched it on my computer because yeah. I like I actually have a drive on there. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, it was fine. I watched it while I was cleaning up one day, like cleaning up the house, doing dishes and things. And it was perfect for mm -hmm. that. Um, nice and long. I think it was two mm -hmm. and a half hours long. 
if you're going into this like and being a huge fan of uh, 101 Dalmatians and you're like, I really love 101 Dalmatians and I want to see more of that movie, mm-hmm. this is probably not the movie for you. <laughs> because it is not, yeah. other than the characters and like some <laughs> references to there being her having Dalmatians and things, like. Uh, this was like I, I have a feeling this was some other movie script, and then Disney was just like, slap our uh, characters in position position of other characters that are in this script. We'll name it Cruella, and we'll sell it as a, a thousand and or hundred one Dalmatians spinoff. Even though mm-hmm. it could you could have called this anything really. Uh, you could have called this El Ellen. El, what's her name? Uh, Ella. Is that what they call Ella, her? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you could have called it Ella and not had any of the Disney references to that movie, and it still would have been a yeah. good movie, right? Yeah. So I think it was yeah. a good movie. The only problem I really had with it was trying to, like, shoehorn this uh, Cruella de Vil thing in there. Um, right, yeah. And I don't, I mean, I understand it was necessary for Disney as they, they're just trying to use their properties to try to make money and that it'll promote to people that wouldn't necessarily see a action movie about a woman named Ella. Um, mm. I understand the marketing of it. It just felt, like I said, shoehorned in. So overall, I don't know. I give it a 7, 7.5, somewhere in there. I, uh, 7.5. I'll give it a 7.5. The it movie is cool itself movie. is so entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the story's fun. Uh, and it's really well... Uh, the, edit, the, the writing and editing are really well done in... Yeah. To like create like a really fun story about her and her mother and this woman, uh, which like I said, really don't have anything to do with 101 Dalmatians. So it is the Devil's Wear Prada, though. <laughs> if you ever see that movie, <laughs> uh, I saw that. Yeah, when it was in the theater. I don't. I guess yeah. so. Maybe. Yeah, it's like a little Devil's Wear Prada. <laughs> it, yeah, this should have been like the whole fashion thing and everything. Like. Well, you know, was Cruella Deville a fashionista in like the original? Yeah, yeah. I don't yes, even. She I, was, I yeah. don't remember. So like. Oh yeah, she was. That whole part also felt like why are they doing this whole fashion thing in this? The other thing right. that was weird is like they couldn't decide what decade it was. Like at one point <laughs> it's like, I don't know, the sixteen hundreds, and then all yeah, of a sudden yeah. there's a room with laser, uh, yeah. ca- like laser um, beams guarding a safe, and you're like, I don't know what yeah. fucking year it is right now. <laughs> Uh, I saw the tragedy of Macbeth by one of the Coven brothers. Don't ask me who. Uh, this is the first movie of uh, the Coven brothers uh, being split. I think it was Joel. Uh, okay. This is uh, with Denzel Washington in the lead. All right. Uh, holy moly, what a good movie. What uh, amazing filmation. Black and white. I am a little bit tired of black and white in 2022. I, me and my dad watched this together. I talked to him about it before we watched the movie. I, I said, it is a little pompous. And it feels a little, like, overused. The, like, Roma... The uh, Roma effect, as I call it. Because Roma was maybe the movie that started it in, in modern time. I, w- I mean, uh, using black and white, white to make your film look, like, edgy and, like... Um, right. Uh, what's a good word? Film school, like... People like in a, in film school would do that just to make it look like more yeah indie independent looking yeah like yeah that is so 
It's so pompous. I, I think it, it just depends on the movie. It can be used correctly yeah. and it can be used incorrectly. So, I, and I, well, I don't know. I don't know how it was in this film. You'll have to tell me. So, yeah, this movie used it one hundred and ten percent correct. Uh, the the it is my favorite filmation of uh, uh, Shakespeare play ever. Uh, Francis McDermott uh, played the wife of, of uh, Denzel Washington and their play together was amazingly. Okay. Harry Melling is this, in this. So many good actors and actresses in this. Uh, but it, it stands and falls on Denzel Washington. And I think this is the best movie I've seen with Denzel. And I love Philadelphia and, and movies like that. She's been in a lot uh, of good movies. I don't know if I... Yeah, I could even pick one of the best ones I've seen him in. Hmm. Oh, Training Day maybe. Training Day is he's so there. good yeah. in that, and they like yeah, yeah. the acting was Loved so good. Training in that. Day, yeah, it was Joel Cohen by the way. Uh, but yeah, uh, I am go. I will say this would be on my top five list of best movies of last year if I had seen this right. Okay, bef before we made the list, so I'm going to give this a nine, uh, and and thoroughly uh, recommend it and it, it's just one hour and 45 minutes as well so it's not that's that pretty standard yeah yeah um probably not as good as romeo and juliet with dicaprio but that's fine wow <laughs> <laughs> yes it is luke <laughs> everybody can, loves can that movie yeah can i talk two sentences about that shit movie i guess so Okay, I I really despise that movie. That is my least favorite Ben Lerman film of all time. It's uh, it's almost yeah. bad enough to be comical, though. Yes, it is. It is. And Claire Diane Danes is amazingly beautiful as Juliet. Right. I, I'm not going to say anything else, but but that. But uh, like the the gun thing and like the how dialogue like, is the worst dialogue yeah. turned into like modern times and things like that. It is such a freaking silly movie. Like I I I I despise it and like everybody like that likes the Ben Lerman films thinks it's amazing. But I I like like Moulin Rouge. I, like I think over time it's I, gotten more and more panned as a bad film. Where it used to be considered more uh, to a degree better, but nowadays people kind of look back yeah. at it and go, "Wow, that was." I feel like it was an experiment almost. Like it it was something that. It, he wanted to try or a director wanted to mm. try and it didn't work and that's all that's yeah. all there is to it <laughs> romeo oh romeo where art thou romeo john leguizamo yeah. and that was also amazing <laughs> it's such a good such movie. a random casting choice but i mean he was pretty big at the time he was really big at the time he was so. yeah uh don't don't forget uh uh what was that shakespeare movie called uh, I don't know. That got got a lot of Oscars. Shakespeare in Love. love. Shakespeare in Love. Yeah. Uh -huh. That was also. A... I would. <laughs> was I mean, that movie? wasn't for me at all, as far as a movie goes. No. Yeah. So yeah. You. Uh, like that movie. Anything else you saw, movie wise? No. Because we saw the house. Yeah. On Netflix. The house. 
In the middle of a street. In the middle of a lake or an ocean, possibly, <laughs> at the end of this film? Well, the last la last part, yeah. So this is a three-part movie. Uh, all three uh, different stories about a house. Right, and it's animated, stop-motion animation, not claymation, but mm, what do we call this, felt feltmation? I don't know. Feltmation, yeah. It's like felt puppets being uh, stop-motion animated. The first one is a very dark mm, horror story. The second one is like mm -hmm. a very weird, I don't know, almost Fellini-esque, random-ass story Comedy. about bugs yeah it was kind of comical yeah. but at the same time a little bit disturbing but not as disturbing mm -hmm. as the first one and the last one was just stupid <laughs> i thought no no the last one was just bad right i get, i mean i think we understood what they were going for as far as like a meaning of like the story right right yeah like they were trying to go for like an allegory type thing but it really just felt um really silly didn't work. yeah yeah yeah, no, the the first one was definitely the best. Uh, if if I would rate them independently, I would say seven, five, two. Oh, I have no idea. Um, yeah, I mean, somewhere around there for sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, overall though, I I mean, the, I'd probably give this film like a four, three, yeah, uh, five, I something four, like that. Four, yeah. Um. I think but, uh, a 3.5 probably actually. It's just, like, the first one was fine, and I was getting, mm -hmm. going through it, I was like, this is pretty whatever. And the next one being somewhat connected and, like, somewhat interesting, but the last one, like, really left you on a, with a sour taste in my mouth. Bad no. Yeah. 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 And, of course, Luke got his random-ass uh, music number in the middle of a uh, movie, so... Always right, that to was that. totally unnecessary, and I mean, <laughs> I, I guess the point of it was like he gassed himself, and so he was like right. seeing, hallucinating yeah. or whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was uh, Joe's apartment. Remember Joe's apartment, the movie? Yes, they actually have yes. the dance scene with the cockroaches. That they yes. just, I think they stole that kind of from this. ID, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I agree. I'm I'm actually going to go down to three point five. I I agree. It, it's 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 sadly it's sadly because the second one is so random ass random, and the last one is so bad. I I mean one half of a movie, one third of a movie doesn't save a movie. Yeah, I, I also think if they would have been like if they all would have been horror stories then it would have mm -hmm. felt more like okay this is like a cohesive movie where it felt it didn't feel like a cohesive movie it felt it felt like three different things like it three completely separate uh not stories but separate entities separate uh experiences where it, if you're gonna make an anthology they should at least feel cohesive together right and it didn't so could not agree more Hey, look, do you like to scream? Uh, no, not really. No? I scream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream? Well, I will, d I'll scream for that. Okay, let's watch Scream 5. Oh. It's 
such a classic. Except they're using text messages, which... Yeah. She's like, who uses a landline? This isn't funny, Amber. Would you like to play a game, Tara? Is that a... High School Musical? Girl? Mm, Vanessa... Hutchins? Hutchins? It kind of looks like it. She's not in, like, the list of cast members. I doubt. Yeah, I doubt it. So oh, maybe this looks. is, like, the original where the... You remember What's-Her-Name died in, like, the first scene of the movie? Uh... Uh, E.T. <laughs> E.T. girl dies in the first Scream movie. Mm, Drew Barrymore. Right. And I remember they like promoted it as like Drew Barrymore's in this movie and then she's in it for like what? Five minutes of the whole film? I love the three first movies. Number four. Eh. But I have heard good things about this. this is, is keep coming for you. I don't like that they just call it Scream, though, because it's not marketed as Scream 5. Right, when it's clearly a sequel, because it's got characters from the original films in it, so... It's a little bit silly. Well, the movies were always comedic. I mean, like, the originals always referenced... You know, horror movie tropes uh, as, as, like, within, you know, breaking the fourth wall to, to a degree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I am always a little afraid of, like, jumping av after Wes Craven, like, the, the master of horror. Like, I, I, I have... I don't think I've seen one single bad Wes Craven movie that I can think of, at least. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's some. He's made so many movies, there's gotta be a few. Oh. He made so many yeah. movies. Yeah, we will look at it. But, uh, look, what this is totally Oscar-nominated movie about. 25 years after the streak of brutal murder shocked a quiet town in Wordsboro, California, a new killer dons the ghost face mask and begins targeting a group of teenagers to res resurrect secrets from the town's deadly past. Uh, 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb, 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, excuse me, 83% on Fandango, and 88% of Google users liked it. So, mm -hmm. pretty good scores across the board, actually. Let's look at the, um, I guess that the person we saw in the trailer was Jenny Ortega, so that was not who we thought it was. I'm just seeing that right now. She she looks very much alike. They're similar, similar, yeah. Oh, 83% yeah. audience score, so better audience score, actually, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, my good friend Mike D, because he's my friend, because I found him From the on... Beastie Boys? <laughs> yes, look. Okay. Uh, Mike D says uh, uh, about Scream. Intergalactic. Is that what he says? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm the, oh, I won't interrupt. <laughs> you are allowed to interrupt when you make funny jokes. Mm -hmm. okay? mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry to say, but absolutely heated this movie. I found more enjoyment starting my empty popcorn bowl. 
if you want basically a complete reboot or what they call a requel with the same ending, uh, you got uh, to go with the other films with the bonus of some added, added annoying and useful ca- characters. Go uh-huh. ahead and waste your money. This movie is following every other film method these days. Draw in an old fans by throwing up a bit of nostalgia and Easter egg uh, you muster, and then drop uh, the grenade off the rest. Save your time and rewatch the first and original classic scream. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm seeing Travin Bedwell from Facebook says, love these movies, but. This one was the worst I ever saw. Very disappointing. Wish I had never watched it. But Michelle Welch says, it's exactly what you think it is. That's all I'm going to say. Lucy Elsa says, the best scream out of them all. Uh, So she liked it. Uh, David Porter says, actually, David Porter Jr. Hmm. I like it, but it was definitely, but I definitely want to see it again without all the hype uh, I went into it with. I'd like... Like, I'm sure we all did, uh, to make an official rating. So he said, like, if you went in, maybe don't go in with high expectations, I think is what he's trying to say. Mm -hmm. Even here, Jason Hoover says, I need to watch it a few more times. My my expectations were way too high, and it didn't deliver. Hoping once it goes to streaming, I could watch it again and and find something good within it. Mm. Yeah. So people want it to be good. Well, also coming out this week is an animated movie called Bell. Uh, this has 73% on IMDb out of 10. Uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes is 95. Metacritics is 84. Uh, and 90% of Google users like this movie. It is directed by Mo... Mamu Mora Hosoda. Ah, yeah. A high school student becomes a, gl- a globally beloved singer after entering a fantastic visual world. She soon embarks on an emotional and epic quest to uncover the identity of a mysterious beast who is on the run from a ruthless villagers. That sounds interesting enough. Huh, okay. Hmm. Uh, Stoker Hills. In the secluded town of Stoker Hills, three college students find themselves in the worst nightmare when they set out to film a horror movie and are kidnapped by a serial killer. That sounds generic. Their only hope Mm. for survival is the camera they left behind and two detectives who are looking for clues in the footage. Oh my gosh, you might like this, though. Found footage movie. Alert. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's. Uh, I heard it. <laughs> I heard it, and I was like, "Hmm, that's a, it's like my kind of movie." It's got Tony Todd, who played the original Candyman. Uh, William oh, yeah, Scott. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. Stephanie Brass, uh, directed by Benjamin Lewis. Four point three out of ten on IMDb, and I'm not seeing any other ratings. So. Hmm. Okay, who we are? A chronicle of racism in America. Holy fuck. That sounds like a depressing movie. Uh, <laughs> one hour and 50 minutes of, like, yay, we had slaves. Uh, 
yeah, that's what it sounds like. Uh, intertwining lecture, personal anecdotes, introduced revelations, ASLU deputy legal director Jeffrey Robinson draws a stark timeline of anti-black racism in the United States from slavery to modern America. Holy fuck, that sounds depressing. Uh, 6 out, 6.5 out of 10 on... I'm to be a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, though five out of five on Facebook, and eighty-nine percent of Google users like this movie. I guess I have to watch it then. But that uh, there's a big discrepancy. Depressing. There's a big discrepancy on Rotten Tomatoes if you look at thirty-seven percent audience score. Ah, I see that. Yeah. Uh, Two point three uh, out of five average. Uh, yeah, hmm. that's not. That's, I mean, that's not unusual, I guess. There's probably just a bunch of racist people online also downvoting it there, so... Yeah, that could be. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. The surprise visit. A robbery goes wrong, leaving two young drug addicts to make a difficult decision to give up or to do the unthinkable. Uh, let's see. Six out of ten on IMDb. Three, point, oh, three out of five on Movie Insider. Three out of five on Voices from the Balcony, whatever that is, and 48% of Google <laughs> users liked it. Uh, it's got Eric Roberts, Sarah Hennessy, and okay. Jackie Vane, directed by Nick Lyon. You have to find out uh, what that website is all about. Okay, let me... While, while I read the other one. Okay. The last one is The Pink Cloud. That's a sci-fi. Uh, 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, Six point. A 1 out of 10 on IMDb, 70% of Metacritic, 59% of Google users like this. This is a Portuguese movie. After a toxic and mysterious pink cloud suddenly appears around the globe, people are forced to shelter in place. A woman finds herself stuck in an apartment with a stranger after a one-night stand, and the two has to come to stay with the terms of staying together. That sounds interesting. Uh, this is just a, from, it's just a website from one guy named Jim. Uh, it oh. says, thanks Jim. I created Voices from the Balcony after writing for a few other sites, such as DVD Re Resurrections, Rogue Cinema, and Beneath Underground. I started out at DVD Re Resurrections. The site was based in Australia and did a lot of indie movies, blah, 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 blah. A friend and I decided we were going to resume reviewing and sparked my competitive nature as we frequently sparred with each other over who was a better reviewer. Uh, I got I got the domain and taught myself WordPress, and here we are. The site is this site is still a bit rough around the edges, but I still managed to break all thing, and I still managed to break all the things too, all too frequently. Okay, this is just like some Ooh. one random, random dude's website. Yeah, random dude's website. Okay, cool. <laughs> thanks. I like the thanks, name. Thanks, Google. Though. It's a cool name. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So, uh, which movie do you want to see? Uh, I think The Pink Cloud looks really interesting. Yeah, and I want to see Belle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, coming next week, News of the Week, TV and Movies of the Week, uh, Eurovision's not coming next week, right? Nope. Two weeks, I think we have for that. How I Met Your Father, mm -hmm. Episode 2. Uh, and another, another digital review of Operation Fortune, whatever... That is. Uh, it sounds like a military movie of me. What do you think? I think it is uh, The Rock with 
someone that's trying to rob a bank. Is that what it's actually about? I have no clue. Oh, okay. It sounds like Bruce Willis might be in it to me. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, Bruce Willis, yeah. Operation Fortune. He's been making some bad Operation movies. It could be Fortune. just like a bad Bruce Willis movie. However dare you say that about our Lord and Savior. Bruce Willis, right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, How dare you look. Right, I have to do my Hail Marys to um, the Willis, uh, the great Willis Estate. in the sky. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Stay <laughs> great Willis in the sky with diamonds. There you go. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. our hymn. That's the hymn we sing at our mm -hmm. Willis Church. <laughs> Uh, do you want to talk about some internet stuff? Uh, yeah. I guess H3 TV, the channel, being resurrected for Ethan to just make random videos in his basement. There's that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, will H3 H3 ever come back? <laughs> what do you mean? They just did a show yesterday. Did you not see it? Yeah. Yet? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm joking. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, they were... It was funny on that show because they have a podcast called H3TV and then they have a channel called H3TV. So they're like, mm. what do we do here? Should we change the name of the uh, channel? I always mm. thought it was weird. They don't actually have a podcast called the H3 podcast on the podcast, yeah. H3 podcast either. The whole thing's kind of funny. It definitely is. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what did I see? Um, didn't see that much on YouTube this this week. Uh, I saw like some Ludwig stuff. I mean, there has been a lot of like Pokemon, po oh, there you Pokemon go, yeah. drama. Uh, she was bullied by some guy on the internet, and uh, everybody like flew all over to her because he was a douchebag and sent a lot of people over to her. Twitch channel to more or less like harass her and uh, they shut down his channel and people were getting extremely angry at Pokemon even though it's his fault for being a total yeah shithead to say it mildly right um it just looked so s strange she gets shit all the time from uh you know just random people that I, she doesn't need, uh, like at, people who actually have followers and stuff sending her more hate. That's just right, right. Um, but I think that also is part of it is like he's trying to make a name for himself by calling mm -hmm. out somebody who's bigger than him, uh, at the expense of, of you know, th that other streamer. So that's really what it boils down to, you know what I mean? It's just being a dick, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, there was... Did you see the worst breakup ever video that's been going around? I did, That yeah. was on the H3TV thing also, actually. Yeah. He, well, he did a commentary thing on it. Uh, what do you think... What do you think of the whole... I mean, there's so many rumors about it. I don't know where to start. Do you think she's cheating on the guy? Do you think... I, I, I definitely think he's sh uh, she's cheating, yeah. Do you, I, like, it's the whole thing was so guy. awkward and weird and just, like... Yeah. She's sitting there, like... 
laughing at him that she broke up with him basically and like yeah. you feel so bad for the guy but then yeah at the same time uh he doesn't really i don't know in the video he didn't really like stand up for himself or try to fight back against what she's saying so it feels like she's mm -hmm. almost manipulating him in a way also so yeah yeah what a weird video i mean people were coming up with some crazy stupid theories that are obviously d mm. not true but uh yeah, it was, I don't know, it was really weird to, to watch, for sure. Yeah. Like, that somebody, I guess that's kind of the symptom of just now, of like 2022, yeah. is like, yeah. people putting out videos of their breakup when they get in, you know, should should you be putting that out? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not, no. Uh, we have uh, this awful thing about Logan Paul. He lost 3.5 million this week in... Do you believe yeah. that also? <laughs> That's another. People are saying it's fake. That's what I'm hearing. Is that it was all a, um, it was all just a big publicity stunt that they faked having these. Was it? That's. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It if, looked real. No, not like that. They packaged these boxes and said that they were real, but they oh. knew the whole time that it was fake. Okay. That's. I mean, but the, the thing that kind of ruins that thing is that there was this actual card yeah, company Arbit, grading company yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. that like was involved with this and yes. it kind of ruined their reputation so if the other two guys like logan paul and the the bald guy whatever that guy's name was if they yeah. actually were lying about it to make a video to make you know to uh, whatever they just ruined that uh, those other people's business just for you know some clout yeah for some yeah. clout yeah and some yeah. views on on a youtube video yeah, I don't think uh, such a big company would do that. Well, and if they did and they were tricked, then maybe they're not that great to begin with anyway. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I sent you a little link, look. Oh, okay. We, uh, where we, is it? Uh, I sent it in oh, the normal it. chat. In the, yes. that chat. Okay, sorry. In the normal chat. Because I haven't seen this because it, it uh, showed up on my timeline when we started the show. We have a Lord of the Rings update. Oh, uh, yeah. When I got on my TV this morning, I have a Fire TV. And that was the first uh -huh. thing they said. Like, uh, they had the date on. I don't remember what it said, but it was like coming this fall or something, I think. Okay. So we're, we have to wait this. till at least fall. But yeah, I haven't seen this either. So I, I've, I've heard it's. Oh, it says a US air date, so September 2nd. Oh. Okay, we'll see if that actually happens or not, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I'm excited. Do you want to, should we play this? Let's yeah. See what um, it's all about. Let me get. I've got it up. If you got it up, give me countdown. In three, two, one, play. Okay. Prime it's, video. It looks very Lord of the Rings. Looks very Lord of the Rings. See, that's this is just like a tree that we're looking at, like. Yeah. Ooh. Like this. Three rings for the elven kings. Right. Under the sky. Mm hmm. Seven for the dwarf lords. Mm hmm. Their halls of stone. Nine for mortal men doomed to die. And a partridge in a pear tree. One for the dark. <laughs> One for the dark. It, it's dark all, it goes in a circle, yeah. Uh -huh. Where the shadows 
cool. This is very Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. Prime Video. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm looking. I'm yeah. That's a cool teaser. Yeah, we didn't get anything like of the actual live action footage or anything. It's just like a teaser for sure. But you know, um, the special effects looked good, and the amount of money they're putting into this, it better be good. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. I. Uh, if this is uh, at at all bad look, we are going to make so much fun of it. Right, because if if it's a giant waste of money, I think that's the thing. A lot of people are going to hate yeah. on this no matter what, right? So, yeah. Are we going to say this? Yeah. Holy muck! Look, we are going to cover this show, right? Uh... We're going to stop. We're going to stop whatever we're doing, and we're going to cover this, right? I don't know. We'll see. That's a long ways away, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> September is is like almost a year away at this point. I, so. Yeah, I know. I know. But I really want to cover this. I really do. Apparently, Joe Biden is doing a press conference right now, which is, like, super rare. He never does press conferences, so... What? Uh, yeah. It's the world ending? Right, exactly, right? Uh, let's see. Yeah. Mm. Oh, this is in advance of his 365... Of, uh, this will be his first, like, official first year in office. Okay, so I think that's ah. maybe what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, they they are still pressuring Boris Johnson to go off. We have still not have done any about it in the news, because it's, it's still rumors. But, uh... They are really, really, really... <gasps> Prince Andrew's royal social media account deleted. <laughs> really? I'm not surprised, Ooh. I guess. Ooh. What, which, what, it just says social medias? Like, all of them? Or just one? Yeah. Yeah, that's what this Guardian says. Really? Okay. I'm seeing... Yeah. High school in Canada named after Prince Andrew will be renamed <laughs> also. And also, Jisline Maxwell to file request for retrial over jurors' revelation. So they have said that they are going to do it now. Oh my god, and a race course also renaming because of Prince Andrew? That, that is also... Wow. Uh, I see something big happening. Maybe these people know something that we don't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see if we cover this next, next week. week. Yeah, seems, totally. Seems like something is looming. Something is afoot. Yeah. I think probably he's one of the names, Look. Oh, you think? Oh. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. I think I I have a I have a sneaking suspicion that he's one of the leaks. Okay. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, if it, like if this is coming out right now, it Friday is probably when it'll drop. If people oh. already know, right? Because that's yeah, big Friday mm -hmm. drops. That's what they like to do. Mhm. Mm it, it seems to be a little pre-emple attack. Right. Know? There's a lot of things coming out all at once, all at the same, yeah. same time. So yeah, somebody knows something hmm. probably. Hmm. Anyway, uh, I am Fro. My name is Luke. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.
another di another digital another digital citizen another digital citizen another digital citizen another digital citizen 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 citizen